Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online. I saw a car. I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing, and it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise to me they've been in business for over 55 years serving not one not two not three four lex and dawn four generations of happy customers and now i'm one of them they were named best of the best for mercedes for 2018 and 2019 i mean it is really where as they say quality meets affordability the selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want so if you're gonna get a car don or lex sears imported autos where are they again lex sears imported autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in minnetonka more information at searsimports.com and when you walk into sears imported autos make sure you say you heard about them from jace good morning everyone and welcome to the eight o'clock and final hour of jason and alexis in the morning on my talk about the seven one everything entertainment everything turkey hunting <laughs> Jace. Oh, wow. Jace. Don't you bow and arrow? What? No, I don't know how to. I don't know archery. I'm Jace (laughs) with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Robin Hood. (laughs) Uh, You wear the green tights? I do. (laughs) Hot. I wear them one size smaller so it shows everything. Uh You don't like to breathe? I don't like to breathe. No, it's overrated. You've got mail. Let's start. Uh, let's start. Uh, I, I posed a question to all of you, my talkers, and you guys responded. We were talking about the Equalizer over there on CBS, starring Alexis's uh, friend Queen Latifah. Yeah. And uh, Kim writes, "I watched the Equalizer yesterday. A little cheesy, but I liked it. Uh, love Queen Latifah, Tina. I have seen two episodes, and it's actually very good, suspenseful, and a good cast." Jamie Bly writes, "Equalizer is great, and that is uh, supported by Bad Dad." who said, I loved the Equalizer. Mm. 
Um, and a shout out to one of our faithful my talkers, Justin. Uh, Justin has just discovered that he can stream us on his HomePod Mini. He <gasps> turns our yes. show on. Yeah, he turns he uses our uh, app on his iPhone. And then puts it on his, uh, he throws it over to the HomePod. And it's, uh, our voices are all over his house. Hello, Justin, Justin, (laughs) Justin. Anyway. Hey, Justin, hey. Um, We're going to start with Kenny, though. During the commercial break, you My Talkers didn't hear this, but uh, Kenny, I guess, watched something that may be surprising. It may be shocking. It may be delightful. We don't know. Don't get your hopes up. Okay, we're going to give Kenny the floor here. Kenny, what's going on? Sitting there going through the channels, watching, doing a crossword puzzle, trying to find something to keep on in the background. The roommate keeps saying every five minutes, don't you have to finish watching The Graduate? Don't you have to finish? (laughs) Graduate. (laughs) And as I'm going through the channels, I discover something, Jason, that you have watched and you highly recommend and you think is really good. And I'm wondering if we can still be friends uh, because I discovered I love a mama's boy. Oh! Ah! Oh! You love it. Now, that is so good. Contest time. How long did Kenny last? Um, how 30 long? seconds. Okay, 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, Dawn, how long did Kenny last? Oh, gosh. Mm, how about 15 seconds? I say, I say four minutes. Lex, you are the champion. Wow, 30 seconds. I that long too, Kenny. I came upon it between while they were switching from one character to another character, and the last thing I heard this lady say is, I think you're trying to poison me. And she was talking to the guy's, uh, oh yes, I don't know, wife or girlfriend or whatever girlfriend. it was. Oh, no. And of course, the girlfriend <laughs> gives a look to the camera, like, "What well, this this be be crazy?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they, and here, and I thought, okay, well, that's provocative. I could probably watch that. But then they shifted right into some dude shooting hoops with his mom, and it was so creepy. And gross, oh. and made my skin crawl. That I, I was, it was secondhand embarrassment that forced me to change the channel. I yes. could not take it. It, it made me so uncomfortable. Um, do you mean this conversation? Two marriages that you had that didn't pan out the way that you planned. Honestly, not to be a jerk, but honestly, they, they didn't. But it's like at the same time, I never felt like this yeah. about anybody else the way I did with Steph. I think you're just like rushing into things. 26 is still a baby. But I'm not that young though. I graduated from college like five years ago. Like I'm not that young. What is it about Steph that you don't like? Before you lived with her, you called me every night to say goodnight. Now you do almost every night, but not all the time. All right. Now you've started skiing. You never skied. You're because probably, I always played basketball. Because nobody skis when they get older. What do you mean no one skis when they get older? You have the people on the mountain are older. You don't no, even know what you're talking Michael, about. You've never when been. When you ski, you're supposed to start when you're little. It's dangerous. And I don't like those pictures you wow. send me on the ski lift with the mountain in the background. That gives me heart palpitations. <laughs> I need something to do in the winter. That's fun. Right. I'm an athlete. 
playing basketball. Yo, but I call can't. your mother. Okay, but I will come meet you here. We will play basketball. There you go. I'm after my Jason. father has There's no talking in base basketball. <laughs> oh my god. What? I'm going to lay something on you right talk. here. Oh no, there, I'm not done. Something. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Yes. Okay. Is that the best for me at this moment right now to me is Stephanie. Okay, well we'll see. I'll see. I'll help you figure that out. Why do I need your help with figuring that out? Because I'm your mother. But that's not the answer to everything. That's not always the answer is because I'm your mother. That's the way it should be. I should always be first, okay? If Steph is the one that you end up with, then she could be 1A. But don't forget that I'm 1. 1A. That is so creepy. I'm going to tell you something right here now. Let's just get this out in the open. And I don't care what anybody thinks about what I'm about to say. She wants to sleep with her son. Ew! Colin said the... Oh, Colin right Ew. now is brushing his teeth and nodding his head. Yeah. The, uh, Kenny, is a Freudian thing? Um, Kenny is absolutely right and has the kahunas to say it. There is a ribbon. Thank you, Kenny. You're, the, you and a few other people that have watched this, not all of the mothers, but Kenny is right. Even though people don't like to... There is a ribbon of weird... Yeah. Romanticism. Sexual, yes. Yeah, romanticism yeah. is probably yeah. a better word. Thank yeah. you. I, I look. Because you you're she's so incredibly jealous. Yep. Of the yep. influence is that this girl around? has. No, dad is not around in this particular case. Yeah. Um it, it's yes, not all of the moms on the show. Uh, but Colin said it about another mom on this show. We're talking I love a mama's boy on TLC. And Kenny is not, not off, not, well, I mean, he's, you know, off the rocker, but he's not off here. He's not off here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, I, it really became apparent to me, yeah, right away, right away. Yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, so he needs to, maybe the son needs to find a, a, a daddy for, for mom. You know what That's I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She needs a distraction because this is super creepy and wrong and, and just twisted in every way. Yeah, well... That's she the tip basketball of basketball for him and skiing. That is the tip of the creepy iceberg with that show. The other, there are two other moms on there that are equal, if not more, than she is. Um, yeah. Oh. So, yep. I love. Don't a you get second? So How do you watch it, Jason? Give me a oh, tip. How do I stay oh, with it? I I <laughs> love it. Like, uh, it cracks me up. <laughs> I don't, and I get she a lot. I suffer a lot of she. I do not get she on this show. And Colin, Colin, like Colin gets she more than I do. He can't watch Pimple Popper or um, or uh, My Feet Are Killing Me. I can't watch those either. But he doesn't get she with this show. And I don't know what it is. I can't there's wait for season be a two. Way to, there's got to be a way to gird my loins so I can actually, maybe if I feel uh, <laughs> pompous and superior. Yeah, pompous and superior, or I act like uh, I, I've got to do something so I can watch one of these things. Yeah. You know what, Kenny? I, I, I think I, that's what the trick is to these shows. I think people will watch and they feel better then. That's the other thing that I makes me uncomfortable with the shows. It's like, well, I, I love my kid, but not like that. You know, yeah. I might not yeah. like you know his choice of partner, but I'm not like that. 
Yeah. Right. It makes you wonder, like, how serious are they ramping it up for the show, or is this are they for real? Do you ask yourself that too while you're watching Jay's? You, like, yeah. Hey, this can't be real. Oh, but some of them are. Like, yeah. There, there. I do think some of them know that there's a camera in their face. Yeah. But some of this is, uh, you know, the internet sleuths have done their work as you know the internet does what the internet does. Yeah. And uh, if you look back at the social media footprints for a lot of these guys. Their moms are all up in it. Yeah. And it can be and, so relatable, too, because you think, oh, I don't want to be that mom. You automatically put yourself in that position. Yeah. Will I be? So I, didn't I? Get, I didn't get far enough in to meet the girlfriend of the basketball m- mom and son. Why would she put up with this? She, I don't think she ultimately does. Um, she is the one where, and I'll go to break, I told my mom this, and my mom was like, oh, hell no. The mother... Uh, the son secretly gave his mom a key to their apartment. She went. She went in there, started cleaning, and the girlfriend had flower birthday flowers from her family. The mother deemed them dead, c- threw them away, cut the balloon from the thing, and the and the girlfriend walks in and is like, "Where are my flowers?" And the mom was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. They look dead. They had been there for days, so I threw them away." And the and the girlfriend was like, "Wait a minute! How a how did you get a key to our place? B, why are you touching my things? And mm. C, oh my goodness, get out of here! Yeah, so, there's no business that, in there. No. Ridiculous. Give her a key? No. So, uh, eight seventeen. When we come back, everyone. <laughs> hey, watch my <laughs> the show. Like, oh. I love I'm even watching. I didn't even get to 30 uh, seconds in. I, yes. I just hear from you guys. I'm like, ugh. I love our show. <laughs> I love a mama's boy on TLC. When we come back, we love Elizabeth Reese, and she's not creepy. Next. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Welcome back, everyone. It's time to get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day and the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, hello. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Thank you for saying it properly, Elizabeth. I just alternate so that you're not mad at me one week and then the girls aren't Mm -hmm, mad at me the next week and this is how I do it. Um, Mm -hmm. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have officially resigned from all royal duties. Mm. Buckingham Palace just announced this today. Uh, They are, of course, expecting their second child together and they will no longer serve as working members of the royal family so here's what the statement says following conversations with the duke the queen has written confirming that in stepping away from the work of the royal family it is not possible to continue with the responsibilities and duties that come with a life of public service and so um queen elizabeth ii will now redistribute their duties uh the statement said while all are saddened by their decision the duke and duchess remain much loved members of the family Hmm. so when this happened when they first stepped away Hmm. from the royal family the queen agreed to a 12-month review and they had conversations with harry and other members of the royal family to kind of figure out what to do um and then over the last year they just they want to do their own thing and they don't want to have to do anything that the palace tells them to do I don't blame them. I don't you know either. what you this do is, is Alexis. Yeah, They've Alexis got a great is deal going yeah. on there. It's not yes. like, yeah, let them be Sorry, free. Jace, go ahead. Alexis is uh, saying goes to them. You do you. You do you. You do you. Yeah. Who, you know. Who I cares? I think so too. And all this blame on Megan. I just he does have free choice here. He right. is making this choice as well. I know. It's like when um when athletes you know don't play well like remember when tony romo was dating jessica simpson and then he didn't play well for the dallas cowboys and everybody Mm -hmm. blamed yes they blamed um jessica simpson for it you know i mean and that happens with my beloved aaron Rodgers as well it is like i i can't stand that because it's not the girl's fault that he he can't have a relationship and play a game then that's his problem everybody else has a relationship and does their job too you know yes like jason you seem to be in a really wonderful marriage and you're capable of doing your job on a daily basis most days <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's how i feel too that's how i feel too <laughs> it is boy have i been stumbling on that teleprompter at the last few days guys it hurts my heart you know what it is it's sleep deprivation that's what it is so. yes i appreciate all the grace so that's being given to me. 
No, yeah. no. Well, Why would he want to sleep? So Life is great. He's like, I'm alive and ready to party. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am looking forward to this Oprah interview with um, the Sussexes, though. It's a 90-minute interview with Oprah that CBS is going to be airing. Yes. What is that coming up? Is yeah, it next month? Is it? I don't uh, have the exact date. They yeah. just, yeah, they just had a graphic on CBS this morning. Which, okay. by the way, if I may interject a little dirt Please alerts, a little tidbit. Did you guys hear that for the first time in like 30 years, CBS This Morning beat the Today Show? Listen. Like, that's a big, like, CBS has never beaten NBC in 30 years. Now, look, it was only one day, but it's still, um, it's still a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. You know, I think the morning shows like um, GMA and the Today Show, you know, who banked a lot on their like big crowds and they did these big Friday concert series and all these things. You know, COVID is hard for them to maintain their format with that. And yes. And then there's also, I think, a little bit more of a time where people I'm not I'm not a fan of those glitzy morning shows because I like fun all day. But in the morning, I like to just kind of know what's going on and Mm, have it really be calm and just sort of go. I don't want yelling in a crowd. I just need like calm morning. So I watch CBS this morning every day. Yeah. And um, and I think that that that's lending itself well to people's mood right now. And that yep. team is gelling. Um, you you got a little bit. You got a little bit forever, but right, Lex, you got a little bit for everyone. Um, you have Anthony Mason, who's the serious news guy, a, a capital J journalist. You have Gail, who can touch your heart and does Oprah esque interviews. Mm, and so then good. you have my secret boyfriend, oh, Tony DeCopel. Okay, Tony DeCopel. Uh, I can't say anything more. His hair's um, so good. Uh, it would be highly inappropriate. He has great hair. He has great everything. You know and... what I like about them too, Jason. And I don't know if you've noticed <laughs> this. They're n- none of them are too perfect. Like they're not so packaged. Yes, they're yeah. very much they're relatable. They're relatable. They're very much imperfect. I mean, Gail lives Oprah's best friend's life, but we just respect that. Yeah, she's a joke. <laughs> That's me when Tony DeCopel's on the screen. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he does have perfect hair. <laughs> His hair is unreal. Guys, I have some news that might uh, disappoint you. What? Mr. Big will not be in the Sex and the City reboot. We're going to shock you. Lex, tell her. We weren't weren't disappointed. Guys, what? Who are you? There's been so much said about this relationship (laughs) back and forth and on and off. We want to see some new stories with her. They feel like it limits her story. Yeah, yeah, but... We'll get the consistency with uh, the other characters. Charlotte may be... In the love department. I don't even know you guys anymore. I don't even know you. Oh my gosh. Uh, So you're disappointed. I am disappointed. Now, remember in 2010's sequel, the pair struggled with married life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, oh my um, the internet is nope. the internet is ruining it for Dawn, so we're trying not to. She's oh, okay, going okay, back okay, and I rewatching it. it. I won't yes. write. She didn't even hear that. Uh, I said it's no so I just started season two. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, you're gonna forget everything I said by the yeah, time you I get really to that have. point. I didn't even hear anything you just said. That's yeah. really great. Oh. We have broken Elizabeth today. <laughs> All right, I'll see if I can come back to you on Monday. Maybe I can heal over the weekend. Oh. I'm sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> Watch Elizabeth today at three on Twin Cities Live. She'll be great on the teleprompter today. Right? <laughs> Elizabeth, yeah. When we come back, force movie reviews. Ugh, The Graduate next. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Force movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this. Welcome back. It is Forced Movie Review Friday, and uh, we are doing a pop culture experiment over the next few months. 
are movies that are considered classics, are movies on AFI's 100 Greatest American Films Ever, are they classics? And do we find them entertaining? This week, we are reviewing, the four of us, 1967's The Graduate, uh, directed by Mike Nichols uh, and starring Dustin Hoffman and Anne Bancroft. Um, I will begin today. Um, I watched this yesterday, and I wasn't sure how Hello, I would... darkness, okay, my yeah, friend. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and exactly, exactly. I, interrupting. And exactly. I was, I went into it a little optimistic. I thought, you know, Jace, give this a chance. It's, it's, it's maybe you have a, maybe your modern memory of it will be different. That was planned. Yeah, I get it. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, and I thought, you know, maybe. Give it a chance. So I turned it on, and within a few minutes, I realized, oh, no, 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 no. My memory of this has not changed. I hate it just as much as I did when I saw it in film class. And people writing I know, yeah. songs yes, yeah. that voices yeah. never share. And I thought about all the reasons why. Um, uh, the number one one is... If I hear that song one more time, and if Mike Nichols put that song in the movie and had little jump cuts of music one more time, I was going to shut the TV off in a dramatic fashion. I forgot how often he did that. And... And the the snap zooms. And look, and it was very much visually a movie of its time. It was um, artsy. It was very artsy at the time. And, and that's fine. That's one of the reasons listed why it's in this list is because of its visual uh, makeup. Um, now, the positive. I did like Dustin Hoffman in this. Um, and it's funny, you can almost draw a line from his character in The Graduate to his char- his, to his neurotic character in Tootsie. I can basically see <laughs> them. Oh. I can yeah. see yeah, them. Basic- the <laughs> I can basically see them. It's the same person. It's basically the same person, but the college version, and then you can see him as the struggling actor uh, in Tootsie. But the same neurotic tendencies. Um, but that's about it. Oh, one, one more thing. The pop-up people that I forgot were in this, uh, the mayor from Jaws. Uh, I was like, oh, he's in here. And Clara Uh, from Bewitched. Thank you. Love her. Uh, (laughs) Um, and Mrs. Colby from the Colbys, Catherine Ross, uh, and then Norman Fell, Mr. Roper, and then the guy from St. Elsewhere and Boy Meets World. I was like, oh, I forgot (laughs) all of these people were in The Graduate. Um, And the only other thing I liked is the movie poster, because the leg in the movie poster isn't Anne Bancroft. It's Dallas star Linda Gray's leg, and that's all I have to (laughs) say. Um, Fun fact. Fun fact. I didn't know that. Oh. Lex, Lexalulu, take it away. Your thoughts oh on the Oh my gosh, this whole movie, I thought, what the heck? Entire <laughs> thing. So frustrating to watch. No one did. <laughs> the sound oh, wasn't even as offensive as the story itself. 
there's zero chemistry between Ben and Elaine. He is so weird, freaky, stalkery. Mm. How did she even deal? Turns out she's the biggest idiot of the whole movie in general. <laughs> I just, the whole time I'm thinking, oh, this will get a little bit better. Oh, no. And then there's some, the awkwardness is almost laughable. I don't know if that's supposed to be that way, but especially in the beginning, I just hated it all around. The only thing I really liked were, were the artful camera angles and the different ways in which, you know, they're standing behind shrubbery or the zooming in. And there's one scene that just gave the distance of Anne Bancroft. She's in the corner and the, their secret has been revealed and the, it pans out and then Oh, you just see her in the corner. I think that was very effective. Ooh, scary. Um, but if you think that your mom has been raped by this young man, why would you go to his place and right. and then come back again in the middle of the night and ask for a kiss? But there was no yeah. chemistry. There's no build up to that. You didn't feel no. it all. Just no. I thought it was a dream sec- sequence actually yes. until it continued. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then the bar sequence with the, with the with the burlesque woman and her boobies, and then, and then oh my God. I was like all up that on made no sense. All, no, all up on Catherine he Ross's head. Her. I know, but uh. that went on for so long. Her boobs were all up on Catherine Ross's head for like fifteen <laughs> minutes. Well, we have to describe. She had pasties on, yes, but pasties. then she had like graduate things that you hang off your graduating cap. Tassels. You know, tassels. Yeah. Yeah, tassels. <laughs> And they were swirling around, Such and now talent. I want to, I want to get some of those and try that myself. Yeah, yes. friend yeah. can do that. She's yeah, a burlesque dancer. My friend Angela Bowers. Oh yeah, uh, we've seen Angela Fisher. Case. Yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. It does. I'm not making fun I of her last I love, but that I'm scene right just, now. Are you doing it right now? <laughs> trying to see if I, I love swing it. boobies. Swing it. Yeah. Uh, we should the keep, only really should interesting... kept the cameras on. <laughs> yeah, maybe just that. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, only... McLean, you've wrecked my day. <laughs> oh no! Go eat a cookie. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, what shortbread. Lex... I was going to say the the one thing that um that was almost that was kind of appealing in terms of character development that I don't think we got into as much as it would have been more interesting is Anne Bancroft. Her reality, she's bored. She's jealous of her daughter. What is her motivation? And maybe a little deeper into that, that mm. would have been made this better. I'm not sure. But all in all, I just felt what a waste of time. Lex, yeah. I wrote down, Lex, why would Mrs. Robinson pick such a... And then I crossed out a whole bunch of expletives <laughs> that I can't say on the air and just wrote, pick him. Why would she pick him? Right. He's such yes. a mess. He's yes. creepy and scary, stalkery, and just yeah. Yeah. There's no. There's nothing. There's nothing Moody. sexy about him. Like there's no, not. I mean, from the from washy. Yes. From that first moment, like when when she's in his room at his graduation party in the fish tank, it's like, ugh, he's so asexual to me. Anyway, okay, <laughs> forced movie uh, review. We'll be right back. We're gonna have. Uh, Fools and I, you oh, can have not. Okay, okay, I know. we get it. We'll be right back, everybody. Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this, 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 this.
The Graduate 1967 is this week's Force Movie Review. You've heard from uh, Lex. You've heard from me. We're going to save Wild Card McLean to last. Kenny, your thoughts that you haven't already uh, uh, shared. I wrote this down, actually, before I started watching it, and it remains true to this second. Benjamin Butternuts, or whatever the hell his <laughs> name is, is, uh, is the most irritating, sad, pathetic character in the history of cinema. I have never, ever hated a character more, and the fact that Dustin Hoffman played him so well makes me hate Dustin Hoffman. It's cast a dark pall on his entire career for me. And he's been in some really good movies. Okay. The other thing, there's three good things I picked out uh, about this movie. Number three, I just want to say one word to you. One word. Are you listening? Plastics. I love that line. <laughs> that was a line that some old dude told to him yeah. at a uh, at a right. party, and it yeah. just it still cracks me up to this day. Number two, Roper is the landlord. Yes, that's how he got cast in three company at three's yes. company. Yeah. He's the landlord. How awesome is that? Move. I love. I want you to move. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that was a smart one. He saw right yeah, through his BS. Yeah, it was so awesome. And then, number one, the real star of this movie, and I mentioned it right away when we started this morning, and it's a shining star, and it's one of the coolest automobiles in the history of automobiles, <laughs> the Alfa Romeo Spider Duetto that Benjamin Butternuts completely neglects and drives like a hack and lets it get dirty and muddy and mystery. And then at the end, he abandons it on the side of the road like it's an old sneaker or something. Oh my God, it made me so angry. Really Hello, made me darkness, angry. My old friend. Oh, yeah. And this. And this. It's like Quentin Tarantino did the movie or something. Oh, God. I've always hated this movie and I'll hate it forevermore. Okay. There you go. Here comes, here comes the wild card, McCoy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um I love this movie. <laughs> I do. I think this is why. This is why. Wait a minute. Yeah, 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 because totally. I love Mike Nichols. I think yes, Mike Nichols is a great yeah. director. He's so diverse. He's done uh postcards from the edge. Um the Birdcage, uh, uh, bird uh, Closer, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf, Working Girl, Wit, Primary Colors, uh, Biloxi Blues. I mean, Silkwood, he's great. The thing he's great at, which he's so good in this movie, is that he is so good because he's a theater director. He sees dialogue and scenes like a piece of music. There's a rhythm to it, and it's intoxicating. He can direct actors so well like that fast-paced dialogue that in the first scene with Mrs. Robinson, back yes, and forth, yeah. back and forth, back and in forth. In the room, yeah. Yes, and yeah, then it'll yeah. come to a screeching halt. Uh, there's a scene where he tells his parents that he's going to marry Elaine, and yeah. what's so great about it is that it's clipping along, and then you realize at the end of the scene, he has a line that shocks them, and then the toast pops up, yeah, and he yeah, leaves yeah. the room. That was yeah. all planned they had to time that out so that when they put the toast in it would pop up right at the right time it's stuff like that that i love and that's what good theater directors know how to do um and there's so much great imagery like there's a parade of old people coming out of the hotel and then young people coming in implying that he's going to be a lot older when he leaves it's just 
because of Mike Nichols, I love this film. The plot is kind of crappy. I feel bad for Mrs. Robinson because she's a complicated character. She's very sad. And the only thing we really know is that she's an alcoholic. And we're supposed to, how are we supposed to feel about her? I wish we could see more about her because they just abandoned her storyline whenever he falls in love with Elaine. And we're supposed to be rooting for that relationship. I don't root for that relationship. I can't connect to it. I feel bad for Mrs. Robinson. I'm like, so she's the villain? I'm not sure if she really is here because he's stalkery and weird. Okay? (laughs) So I agree with Alexis on that. It's a misogynistic view of this this relationship and i wish that they would do a remake actually and explore mrs robinson more you know put nicole kidman in there or something so that's what i have to say i love mike nichols and i think that he directs like he's directing a symphony the end well there are some turds you know not everything is great (laughs) (laughs) that's true yes that's true I, I like Mike Nichols. I mean, he directed one of my all-time favorites, which keeps going up on my list every year, and that is The Birdcage. Um, uh, so, okay. Well, we have Holly on the line. We have, yes, yeah, she's our bird. Yeah. She's like a bird. Holly what Roberts. What do you think, Holly? Holly, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think of The Graduate? Cuckoo, cuckoo, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Holly, are you ready to give us our... What? Go ahead. Oh, no, never mind. I just said I'm ready, man. Okay, here, here's your drum roll. I hear you, but the morning show is going to be going on the ultimate trip. You're watching 2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh. Oh. A Space Odyssey? 2001 yeah. A Space Odyssey. Kubrick. Yeah, we can barely yes. hear you for whatever reason, Holly. I don't know. But so 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice. Love it, Holly. Is this one of your favorites, Hall? Uh, I love this movie, and I am so fascinated to see what you guys think of it. Great. Okay, now who has seen this? Lex, have you seen I it? I have, yes. Has everyone? Dawn? Yes, yes. Kenny? I have I have not seen this. This is the first movie <gasps> we've reviewed that I have not seen. Oh, yes, good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw never... it in 1990, so it's been a long time. This, by the way, is from, well, one year. Uh, we're one year forward. In, uh, that was 67 for The Graduate. This is 1968, and it is number 22, 22 on AFI's list. So, yes, great pick. Th- thank you, Holly. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, sweetie. I think she fell in the bottom of a well, didn't she? she? I know that she was outside for some reason, she said. Oh, okay. Um, I'm glad there's one you haven't seen, Kenny, that's been been assigned. I'm looking Um, forward to it. We only have like a minute and a half left, but I'm intrigued. Lex oh. has today's Lex has today's jump the shark, the person, yeah. place, or thing that we are uh, saying. Well, we're done with. What is this, Lex? Okay, so Home Improvement. Did everyone love Home Improvement? I love that show. Huh. Yeah. Uh, t- Tim Allen, yeah, Richard Carn. They uh, they hosted Tool Time on the show. Well, they're going to be doing a live version of Tool Time on History Channel called Mm. Assembly Required. Now, I like the idea of taking different things and refurbishing and making new things, you know, the whole DIY thing, but is this the pair to do it? 
Just because you played Tim Taylor and Al Borland, <laughs> should you be hosting Tool Time? <laughs> Can we great. give it to real people who are actually doing this? <laughs> yeah. You played two guys. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I agree. Thank God we got had time for this. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. That is You're the right, first Lex. thing I thought when oh. I saw the ads running for this. Lexi, that's exactly what I thought. Why these two? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Break. Why these two, Lex? Why? I don't know. Maybe bring people to the yard? I'm not sure. I'm but it sure. seems to be There's still people who... Just the concept alone is good enough. Give it to people who know what they're doing. Yeah. But you can check it out February 23rd if you're interested. History Channel. Do you think that they, a- there will be people um, helping them along? They'll be experts, probably. I hope so. They didn't really go into that. Yeah. Um, but that's a good jump the shark. Yes. Hello. There's only so that's a that's a one joke. That's a one note joke. Yeah, know? true. Yep. That's going to do it for us today and this week. Thanks for listening. If you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. And Lex, don't you even think about it. My finger is on the Jingle Bells trigger. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you What do you think I'm going to say? You be you. It's finally Friday. <laughs> <laughs>